0: What's going on, everybody? Today's episode is brought to you by my friends at blackriflecoffee.com. Why support abortion loving Starbucks? Why support communist? Regimes That are Starbucks, Mm -hmm. Dunkin' Donuts, everybody else you can imagine when you can drink America's coffee. Go right now. Not only do they have the world's greatest American coffee, not only are they employing hundreds of thousands of veterans, not only are they giving millions of dollars away to charities, including the Dear America Foundation, they also have cool hats, apparel, and like I said, America's coffee. Not only that, they're my friends. We've been friends for forever. And we're proud to have them on this show. Make sure to go to BlackRifleCoffee.com today. All right, what's up, America? Uh, We're going to jump right into it. This is the secondary episode. So if you did not listen to the July 4th over Juneteenth episode, you need to go back and listen to it right now because I'm jumping right into this episode. And it kind of will just be like out of nowhere if you don't listen to everything that we said in the last episode. So if you're listening to this episode, stop listening. Go listen to the other one. First, every time we do this, every time the second episode gets more downloads than the first episode, it's so weird. Either way, do yourself a favor, go listen to the past thing. Um, okay, so we were leading into uh, church and the issues that I'm having with churches, um, here lately, so much so that it's really starting to bother me on a level that. I'm almost to the point where I'm like, dad dadgummit, I'm starting my own church. <laughs> I mean it. Like almost to the point. And, Let's do it. And, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> anyway, but, but, but I'm going to get into it and why. Um, but before I lead up to that, I want you guys to know when you're listening to this, this is me in my purest form. I have not thought out all my thoughts on this. Because on this podcast, I like to be able to just be raw and real with you guys. Um, and so I'm pretty sure that some things I said in the last episode are going to upset some people. Um, Probably.
1: <laughs> Probably.
0: But it, it, it's coming from this place of I see what is happening in our country amongst our children. Uh, so many people I know are having marital disintegration problems. I mean, I see what is going on, and what we are doing is not working. And it does. It, it frustrates me. It angers me. It, it, it irritates me. It, it it leaves me desperate to find the solution of what it is. The purpose of me, the purpose of everything we do here, what is the point if it's all fallen apart anyway? Yeah. And so this, this frustration that you hear in my voice, it is, it is because I care, man. If I didn't care what you people thought, if I didn't care about my morals, if I didn't care about what I believe in, I'd be the richest dude you know. I'd have Colgate sponsorships, Oreo sponsorships. We just, we just make whatever content goes viral. Do you, do you have any idea how often I get contacted by media companies that want my page, and they're going to pay me like twenty grand a week? To just give them the page so they can push their own content and you'll start seeing them little stupid magician videos and all this stuff that get 300 million views. Thing. Do you know how often I tell them no? I get three to four emails a week offering me a million dollars a year just to give them the page. And I turn it down every single time to be ridiculed about making a satire video whilst wearing Nikes.
1: How dare you wear those Nikes?
0: But, but, but but again, it's because I actually care. Do you know how nice it'd be to make a million dollars a year and I don't have to do nothing. I literally go to sleep. I wake up, I play PlayStation. I go to sleep again. I wake up, I make a million dollars a year, do nothing i turn it down every single week to continue to do this maybe because i'm an idiot i don't know Mm. but it's because i believe shut up zach sorry (laughs) (laughs) it's because i believe in this stuff so before we start getting into this uh really really hot conversational topic let's get into a sponsor All right, fear is out of control. Inflation is hammering the stock market. The S&P 500 is having its worst start to the year since World War II. So not only are your savings worth less, you now have less of it. This might be a good time for you to diversify into gold, the most stable asset in the history of the world. Ladies and gentlemen, look, I'm not going to read this script. Uh, I'm just going to talk to you from the heart. Listen to me. Okay? You need to text the word GRAHAM to 989898 98 98 right now. Ladies and gentlemen, it is only going to get worse, the economy. I, I truly mean this from the bottom of my heart. For those of you that are listening to this ad, because I already know most of you have clicked through this. But for those of you that didn't listen, listen to me right now. It's only going to get worse. Free information is vital information. And the men and women at Birch Gold are trying to save your money, your savings, your retirement, your family. They're trying to protect all of it. So you need to text the word Graham to 989898 right now to get your free comprehensive information kit from Birch Gold. Again, free information is vital information. And the truth is the economy is only going to get worse. So what have you got to lose? The answer is nothing. So text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 98 98 now. All right, so as we talked about, we've been talking about this for a while, my issues with the common day church. And when I say church, uh, a lot of theological people will like to put their little too smart for their own good pants on it. And they're like, well, the people are the church. Yes, I'm well aware. Okay, I got it. All right, I understand. The people... Or the church. Yeah. I understand. I got it. The church is actually the people that attend. Well, Graham, you have to be careful when you're speaking. No, I don't. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Shut up. You And look, man, Christians need to get to a point where we can get back to telling people, shut up. Shh. Stop trying to prove that you're smarter than everybody else stop trying to prove that you have you have uh written 18 theological papers on john three sixteen. but the real scripture you need to pay attention to is john 3 17. shut up we got it okay when i'm talking about the church i in that context of what i'm talking about i'm talking about the man-run church The infrastructure, the system, the pastors, the woke ideology that's taking over the sermons that are going into the congregation. That's what I mean. And you know what I mean. You're just trying to be difficult. You know exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm not the only one. Okay, so Fox News, and, and it's it's so weird how God works because yesterday after that church service, and if you li- again you need to listen to the past episode,
1: go back because you're more. not going to
0: have any clue what I'm talking about if <laughs> if you don't listen. But after yesterday's church service, I just I was it was Father's Day. I'm driving home. I wasn't ill, like I, I wasn't like ah to the kids or anything like that. But man, it, it, it did. It just it just it irritated. You, yeah. It did bother me. I like to think that I'm pretty strong in my faith, but sometimes, man, I drag myself into church on Sunday and I don't feel like going, and I I just, I need something. You know, give me something. Just one nugget, just, just one, one thing to see a scripture from a different perspective or or to put context in a different perspective and all this other kind of stuff. You know, I heard a pastor talking about the story of Jesus being born. He was talking about Herod and whatnot, declaring that every child under the age of every boy under the age of two be murdered or yeah. whatnot. And the pastor who was one of the few pastors that actually has a backbone said, you know it just it just struck me this is exactly what I said it. it just struck me how insane it was that back then there was a government that declared and federally recognized the mass killing of babies. he said, man, I'm so thankful that we have progressed so far. And he just stared at the congregation. And he's like, I'm just going to let that marinate for just a moment. This don't say just two-year-olds. This says two and younger. That's in the womb. That's newborn infant. That's this, that's that. We're dealing with that same crap today, but no pastors will talk about it. Well, I say no. 1% of pastors will talk about it. Okay? Anyway just needed something. I just needed something and I didn't get it. And not only did I did not get it, I got this woke crap shoved down my throat. Jesus wasn't woke. In fact, just the opposite. Jesus was the biggest point his finger at the government and tell you everything the government was doing wrong. Jesus was a disruptor, man. Jesus, his disciples, they were disruptors to the system. OK, they just were, in fact, so much so that they killed him for it. OK, I mean, this is the re- this is the reality of the things. OK, if you want to put parallels between Jesus's story and the American story, uh, Jesus was the son of God, proclaimed son of God as he was. That really upset all the Christian people. And God, Oh, who is this person saying yeah. that he's the son of God? da 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 da. Right. Okay, you want to parallel that to Americanism? Uh, Americans, we are Americans. We are free people. We can think what we want to think. We can say what we want to say. And by God, we can do what we want to do as long as it doesn't infringe on someone else's life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the government going, who are you to think you're this free American? Oh, you think you can say and do whatever you? If you want to run parallels there. <clears throat> I'm not saying we're the son of God. I'm just saying parallels. God, Jesus Jesus told the government where to go quite a lot. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. So anyway, as I get home yesterday, I'm just just troubled by this. And I'm like, God, what am I supposed to do? What are you trying to tell me to do, God? I feel like God's been telling me to do something for a long time. And we have meetings here. and We talk about it. And we're trying to figure it out. What do we need to do? But then I go to some woke stuff like that. What do you do? What do you do? Then I, I jump on Twitter because Twitter always makes me feel better. Not really. That's a joke. You want to know how bad. That's another thing. Pastors. Okay. I know I'm jumping all over the place. Forgive me. I promise I'm going to bring it around here in a second. Pastors and Christian people that tell you to turn off your phones and get in the word of God. I completely agree but pastors and Christian people that only live in the word of God and they never turn on their phone. How in the world can they give you any kind of sound advice to use the word of God to fight in today's battles that we're actually facing? You can't not pay attention to what is actually happening. It would be like they start killing Christians in the streets And pastors having a service on Sunday talking about don't cheat on your wife. What? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, you you have to pay attention to what is going on in society. Why? Because we're at a point where the church has to start fighting back. And me and Alyssa, I'll be honest. Man, listen, we didn't get into like a like a fight over this, but we definitely disagreed on this a little bit because I believe the time of unlimited grace from Christians is over. You cannot have, we are not God. You cannot have unlimited grace towards humans with no truth and discipline attached to it. You can't because then what happens? Well, you're seeing it in our streets every day single day love the sinner hate the sin i agree completely but are you supposed to love the sinner hate the sin and then never talk about the sin
1: in order for somebody to be saved and to come to god you have to talk about the sin
0: right okay so so so, uh, as we go through this episode do you see where i'm coming from when i say these things okay absolutely real christians know that they are nothing special there is nothing special about me. I deserve a fiery pit, and I know it. I am the worst of the worst. I am. Christians know this to be true. We are unworthy, just ugh. But through God's grace, we are given the opportunity and the blessing to spend eternity with Him. I do not believe these holier than now Christians. Mm-hmm. I hate it. In fact, one of the biggest videos I ever did was me talking about that very fact. I hate Christians that think they're better than you. What I'm talking about here is Christians fighting back against the evil that is going on in our society. Here's the article I saw. Fox News is reporting this. Fox News, the biggest, well, you know, Fox News has its problems. But the last truly national, and I know you're going to say Newsmax and OAN, look, I love the guys there. They ain't Fox News, okay? Yeah. Truly, well, worldwide, honestly, that's a little bit to the right still, is reporting this now. Number of Americans, not... When I read this, I want you to hear what I'm saying to you. Not church attendance has dropped. We all know that. Church attendance has dropped like 60%, especially since the pandemic. We're not talking about people who actively go to church. We're not talking about that stuff. We're not talking about uh people who think that God is a woman or a man or anything like that. We're we're not we're not having those debates. This is the this is the title. Number of Americans who believe in God period drops to historic low. Mm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I know you've heard about Good Ranchers, and I know that you've heard about their two free pounds of Wagyu beef Ooh. with my code G-R-A-H-A-M. But I tell you what, I'm going to sweeten the pot. Mm. So for those of you who did not skip through the ads, I need you to go to goodranchers.com slash Graham right now with the promo code Graham. That's G-R-A-H-A-M. Not only Are you going to get two free pounds of Wagyu beef? Not only are you going to get your price locked in if you subscribe and $25 off for forever, I'm going to pick two people in the next two weeks and give you $1,000 cash in your bank account for every single order from now to the end of the month. So, Support the company that is supporting 100% American meat. Get your two free pounds of Wagyu burgers. Subscribe and get $25 off and your price locked for forever. And two of you are going to get $1,000 cash in your account by going to goodranchers.com slash Graham, promo code Graham now. Let me read. The value and belief poll conducted from May 2nd, to May 22nd showed only 81% of people answered that they believe in God that is down 6% points from 87 back in 2017 in 1944 all the way through 1960 98% of America believed in God Wow! now I want you to think of the entirety of America for a moment you might not think that 98% to 81% is a big deal. But we're not talking about people going to church. We're talking about the amount of people who do not believe in God, period. Has dropped from 98% in the 60s. The 60s, when everybody was sleeping with everybody. The 60s has dropped from 98% of Americans, okay? In the 60s. 98% 98% of the time you ask somebody, hey, is is God real? Yeah, God's real. Down to 81%. And in fact, if you continue this in 60 years, we'll probably be about 50 50. Yeah. What we are doing as a church and as Christians. Is not working. It's not working. If you are a pastor or you go to a church or you are on the leadership team at churches or you work at a church, what you are doing is not working. In fact, you are doing the exact opposite. It's getting worse because you are not doing. What you are supposed to be doing. And we have to fight back. And this is what me and Alyssa got into a disagreement about. Alyssa is a kind woman. She's a better person than I will ever be. And I was like, I was talking about the abortion thing. And I said, I said, why do we not have Christians on the doorsteps in front of the justice's house? Peacefully protesting like these other people are peacefully protesting even though they've arrested people for plotting to murder them and their families why do we not have christians on the door or or you can't go on the doorstep but in front praying for the justices yeah why do we not have these things why do we not have the other people are doing it what where are the christians at and Alyssa goes well don't you think that that could lead to something bad and i'm not necessarily sure that you want to like encourage people to fight people and then there's a part of me that's like i'm not encouraging people to fight people but i also don't believe that people should not be willing to fight for things either i heard mark robertson at the faith and freedom convention this past week in nashville do you guys go to the faith and freedom convention no i know you don't so let me tell you what people talk about Mark Robinson said it best, man. Pastors are cowards today in 2022. You're nothing but a bunch of cowards. And we're talking about the mega pastors. Again, it's context to everything. We're talking about the people with the most influence Mm -hmm. to reach the most people at one time. They're all cowards. Because they get a little bit of status. They get a little bit of a title. Yes, pastor. Yes, this. Yes, that. You got a little administrative assistant and then they got an administrative assistant. And then the next thing you know, we got pastors that literally don't even go get their own breakfast anymore. Like they show up to the church and somebody's gotten breakfast for them and then they'll go pick up their kids for them. And all of a sudden, are you freaking kidding me? I'm more famous than all of y'all and I don't, done, I don't do none of that. I go get my own food, don't I, Zach? You do? I, there ain't nobody here that gets my food, picks my kids up, none of that. We don't do any of that stuff. And I'm more famous than all of you. Who do you think you are, man? It's crazy to me. Get a little status, get a little money. I don't believe that churches were ever meant to be mega churches. I yeah. just don't. Because. The second that you hit that status and that stage, then you become dependent on not making people upset. Because if you make people upset by preaching the truth from the Bible, which you will become upset, by the way. In fact, I would love to see a pastor preach a series called What is Truth? You know how Matt Walsh just did What is a Woman? What is Truth? You could have a 12-week series on that topic alone. Yeah. What is Truth? Marriage. What is truth? Freedom. What is truth? Gender. What is that? You see what I'm saying? You want to talk about making people mad. But we live in a world where there is no absolute truth anymore. Mm -hmm. In a society that has no moral compass, a society that has no actual the truth to fall back on when times are hard, they're destined to fail.
1: Yeah.
0: You love The sinner, hate the sin. Love the sinner, hate the sin. Love the sinner, hate the sin. Okay, I love, I do, I love people that are in the LGBTQ community. Mm -hmm. I do. And they are welcome at church anytime. They can live at the church for all I care. But if you never address what is truth, marriage. Marriage is between a man and a woman. God created Adam and Eve. That's the truth. Then what are you doing? Yeah. I mean, truly, what are you doing? How can you love the sinner, hate the sin, but then you never address the sin? If when's it, the last time, Zach? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, when, no, you're good. When's the last time that you have heard a mega pastor, someone, someone that you know, okay? Like, like a pastor that somebody would know, okay? When's the last time you heard them say, Marriages between a man and a woman.
1: Are we talking about like like really large churches?
0: Yeah. I'm talking about like pastors that if you went out on the street and said, Hey, do you know who Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Do you know who uh, Joel Osteen is? A uh, lot of people would be like, Oh, yeah, that's that pastor heard, down in Texas. Yeah. I
1: haven't heard any it's all it's only smaller churches with pastors that aren't popular. But it's never the big pastors. Th-
0: and that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. How can you How can you love the sinner, hate the sin, and never, ever, ever address the sin? If you truly
1: love people, you will tell them the truth. And the truth is calling them out on their sin. And And everybody loves the truth
0: until the truth is spoken about you. Mm -hmm. Myself included. I don't like to hear the truth about myself. Sucks. It does. It does. Sucks. Graham, you're all over the place. I know this. I'm a dreamer. It's what I do. I'm all over the place. Yeah, but you're letting down everything else because you're all over the place. You're right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, you're right. I got to turn it down. So anyway, me and Alyssa got hung up on the semantics over the word fighting, right? It's like, oh, you can't say that because then you're calling people to violence. No, I'm not. I'm calling them to fight. Fight means a lot of different things. But you know what? I do. I truly believe at the beginning of this episode, you hear me say America is worth fighting for america is worth bleeding for and if it takes it it's worth dying for if i believe that for america do you really think i don't believe that for christianity do i really have to say these things out loud or do you actually already know where i stand on these things Mm -hmm. if you think for one second that if America turns its back on Jesus, that I'm not a Christian first. You don't listen to me very much. Yeah. So I decided to do everything like you should do. Decided so to go to some scriptures, right? Let's just let's read some scriptures. And I just, you know, it's real simple to do these things. Scripture's about fighting. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just real simple stuff here. So I started reading some things here. So this is Matthew 18, 15. for all you Christians, it's like there's never, ever any call to violence or any call to fight verbally or physically or anything. Okay. (laughs) Matthew 18, 15. If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. This I actually agree with. If you got a problem with somebody that you actually know, you go talk to them first. If he listens to you, you have gained a brother. Now, see, here's the key thing to this message. And if I was a pastor, I'd bring it out of this way. See, here's the part that everybody just skims over. They just read this. If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained a brother. Everybody reads that and goes, all I got to do is if somebody has wronged me is go talk to them alone. And then it's going to work out. We're going to be brothers or sisters. If you're a girl, that ain't what that says at all you skipped a key word in there if he listens to you you have gained your brother what if he swings at your face
1: it's possible
0: look i'm telling you i love jesus i don't know her name but she's a comedian she's christian comedian she said just like this look i love jesus but I will hit you. (laughs) you. And that's just, that's just all there is to it. I will hit you. If you swing at me, sorry, I'm from Mississippi, dude. I ain't a pastor. (laughs) And even still, I'd have mad respect for a pastor. Pastor's walking down the street and somebody like comes swinging at him. He turns one cheek to miss the punch and catches him with a right hook. I'd be like, dang, good job. I'm just being honest. (laughs) Well, a pastor's supposed to just get punched in the face. No. Okay. Let's continue. Romans 12, 17. All right, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. So here's, 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 here's two messages that would go towards the grace side. Okay. Okay. But then listen to the third Romans 12, 17. And this is the thing about the Bible. You can jump all the way around and find what you want, but if you don't also counteract it with the other side then you don't actually have the truth. So Romans 12, 17 says, repay, repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to what is honorable in the sight of all. Okay. Again, so people would read that and be like, well, Graham, we know abortion's evil, but the Bible says don't repay evil with evil. But you didn't, you didn't acknowledge the other part. The other part says, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. So is protecting unborn lives being evil with evil? No, that would yeah. be that would be giving honorable thought to what is right, and then doing that.
1: Like protect like evil to evil. Like okay, we're not going to go out and murder abortionist, and we're not going to go out and you know they're murdering babies, so we're going to do we're going to murder you. Like no, we're not going to do that. But just standing up and calling it out for the evil that it is, and asking for it to be illegal. Like,
0: well, right.
1: that, like that, there's nothing wrong with that. No,
0: no. So, okay. So hold on. Proverbs 17, 14. The beginning. Here you go for all you gracers. Here we go. Which I have no problem with. But listen, Proverbs 17, 14. The beginning of strife is like letting out water. So quit before the quarrel breaks out. Okay. that's That's a very good one. And I agree with that. Hey, man, you should try everything you can not to have something escalate. Okay, mm-hmm. absolutely. Proverbs is all about wise things to do, right? Like, that's the yeah. whole point. Okay, but then Psalms one forty four one says, Of David, blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. What's the point I'm trying to make? The point I'm trying to make is you can you, you can cherry pick all you want. The Bible verses that say grace. I also can cherry pick all I want. The verses that say fight. Somewhere in the middle is the reality of where we are. And the simple truth of the fact is the church has gone all the way over to the prosperity gospel, love everybody, grace for everyone, and never address the hard questions. And my bank account will be full because I got a t- tax-free organization and everything will be good. And everybody will feel good about themselves, but they're not actually training anybody for the actual fight that we're in. Ladies and gentlemen, this ain't 20 years ago. 20 years ago, I didn't even know what a transgender person was. Yeah, And now they're saying that your five-year-old can get their genitals cut off because their five-year-old is old enough to do it. And in Canada, and they're even trying to do it here in America, listen to me closely. Very soon, what happens in Canada will happen here, where in Canada, the doctor-patient privilege will override your ability as a parent. So if your eight-year-old goes in there and says, I want to be a girl, if if he's a boy, the doctor can decide, okay, cool, and lock you out as a parent. Mm. That's what happens in Canada. Don't think it can't happen here. But let's read. Let, let's read just two more. Okay. And I really like these two verses based off the last episode. Because I said something along these lines. I didn't say it like this, but I said something along these lines. So... 1 John 1 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So see, that's the part that most people will leave out. So, so so let's just take the LGBTQ thing, right? Okay. Uh, a lot of pastors will dance around it and they're like, well, you know, uh, if you know that you're, 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 sinning, then if you just, you know, if you pray to God to forgive you of your sins, then, you know, th- th- then it's all going to be okay. 60, 40, but you left out the last part. Okay. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and. To cleanse us from all unrighteousness. What does that mean? Well, that means that if you truly repent for the sins you know are sins, then you shouldn't be actively living in those sins, continuing moving forward. So if we have absolute truth in the Bible and we know things that aren't right, there is no such thing as a pro-choice Christian. There's just not. There's not. There is no such thing as a pro-choice Christian. You're a liar. You're a liar. You are deceived. You are deceived by these, I dare say, false prophets that say love the sinner, hate the sin, but never address the sin. There is no such thing as a pro-choice pastor. Oh well, I know this passage is pro, that's pro-choice. He's not. No, no, he's not. Yeah, he may he may hold that title, but he's a false prophet. That's not true. It's like fun and run. They don't go together. Sorry, <laughs> it's not supposed to be funny, but but it's true. Okay, but look, look here you go, here you go. This is what I'm talking about. So if you go just down three chapters, we just read 1 John, go down three chapters, 1 John 4, 1. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world.
1: Always see, if you're listening to a pastor, always make sure that what he's saying is backed up by scripture. And if it's not, don't listen to
0: what does the bible say and this is what i'm talking about i absolutely believe love the sinner hate the sin i am a sinner in the eyes of god my sins are no different than your sins god doesn't love me any more than he loves somebody on death row for murder he doesn't he doesn't love me any more any less yeah he loves us all the same now we ain't all going in the same place we're just not that's not how it works do I believe that murderers can find Jesus? Mm. Absolutely. But the Bible even says you got to accept the punishments of the world that you live in. When you live there, the decisions that you make, but your eternal destination can change. Yeah. Do I believe that you can be a homosexual couple and go to church and remain a homosexual couple and call yourselves practicing Christians? No, I don't. No, I don't. Because the Bible says otherwise. Mm -hmm. Do I believe that we should be allowed to murder babies in the womb? No. Show me the place in the Bible where it says, ladies, if you don't want to be pregnant, just kill it. I'm waiting. Show me the place in the Bible where it says, you know what? Your little five-year-old little boy, I, the Lord your God, made a mistake. He should have been a girl. So let let him do whatever he's got to do to become a girl. Because my bad, I yeah. made a mistake as God. Shut up. Like, and, and, and again, bring back the pastors that will tell somebody to shut up. You know, Alyssa told me, and, and, and she didn't just tell me, other pastors told me, like, the second you call somebody an idiot, you lost them. I don't care. Some people are idiots. That is a moronic thing to believe. And that's why I said there's no such thing as pro-choice Christians, there's no such thing as transgender-supporting Christians. You can love the sinner, hate the sin, but you can't support the sin because you love the sinner. Yeah. Because by very definition, people that are transgender believe that God is capable of mistakes. That that doesn't... That doesn't resonate with anything the Bible says, and I realize there's a large audience that doesn't believe in God, and I and I understand that. But if anything, you should listen to this because all this makes very valid points. Why is the church failing? Why are people not believing in God more and more and more and more? People, some people will say, well, it's because you know we have advances in technology and people know more now and this. And that. No, that's not it. It's because the church sucks. That's why. It does. It does. It does. Been in church my whole life. I have never been more disgusted with, for those of you who want to debate me on terms, the actual leadership of the physical building that is the church. Yeah. I have never been more disgusted in my life. And we need real Christians. To stand up and fight, fight back against your pastor. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I said it. Question your pastors. Pastors that view themselves as above being challenged, they're not real pastors. Not really. They have God complexes and they believe that what they say is unquestionable. That's not a spirit of God right there. It's just not. Yeah. It's just not now. Not being afraid to upset people because the truth of the Bible is the truth of the Bible. That's different. I'll listen to whatever you have to say. That's not me, a pastor. I will listen to everything you have to say, every critique, everything, and I will weigh it against what the Bible says.
1: Yeah, that's the way it should be.
0: And if the Bible says you're wrong, I ain't backing off from it. If I should reword it a little differently, that's something that can be worked on. Mm-hmm. But the truth of the message—that's another thing. People to get mad cuz pastor said something a certain way. I don't care if they said something a certain way or not if it's backed up with scripture, fine. But what the church is doing is not working. Numbers don't lie. I've been saying this for forever. I can't be the only one that's seeing this. So what are we going to do? It's going to take It's going to take a new generation Of Christians it's going to take a new generation of people that maybe it wasn't in your life plan to be a pastor but my God we need some different ones we just do we need different people because we have the lowest amount of people that believe in God period in the entire history of our country that is going the wrong direction And it started in the 60s. The church has only gotten more and more and more progressive Mm -hmm. since the 60s. And now less people believe in God than ever before. Woke Christianity will destroy America before any Democrat ever could. The end. That's all I have for these episodes, guys. I hope uh, that you're still here (laughs) after all of these. But it is necessary. If you have a church or you go to a church and you are interested in us coming and speaking there, email me, Graham at com. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you all again next time.